An article by the Mayo Clinic staff stated that good friends are good for your health. I find this to be true in my life. I would be amiss if I did not acknowledge that having a strong network of friends has helped me in my fight against my fear giants. In the next two episodes of Digging Deep for Treasures with Cecile Valoria, you will be hearing conversations with a few of my friends about how they deal with fears, anxieties, and worries. In this episode, you will be listening to Nicole, an elementary school teacher, and to Grace, a professional organizer, businesswoman, and podcaster. Stay tuned. Welcome to Digging Deep for Treasures podcast. This is your host, Cecile Valoria, a Christian author and a retired teacher. This podcast is to encourage women to grow in their faith and harness the power of the Holy Spirit as we unearth scriptural truths so that we can live a peace-filled life in this fear-prone world. Now sit back, relax, and let's dig deep for treasures from His Word. My name is Nikki. I'm 54 years old. I'm a teacher, uh, 23 years in teaching elementary school with little ones. And I'm married. Mm-hmm. I have a daughter who's 17. Nice. But I invited Nikki today to come and join me because I know that, like me, you have times when you also feel anxious or worried or scared or fearful. So mm-hmm. during those times, what do you first do okay so when i do have an episode of maybe anxiousness or fear uh fear is a little bit uh sometimes it does take over me because you know something might happen really quick and you you respond emotionally and sometimes it's hard to catch and so but um i think deep breathing is very important to before you react if you can take some deep breaths and you know let it out and calm your body. Um, that's a good tool that I try to use when I'm uh, maybe fearful about something or anxious. Uh, the deep breathing helps to calm me. Be mindful, mindful of my surroundings, mm-hmm. um, and focus on the present. And use my skills and strategies of like um, focusing using your uh, five senses. You know, what do you feel like? What usually I use my hands. Like, what am I touching? What am I seeing? And um, you can use your hearing, you know, even if you have some food, mm-hmm. taste it. Oh, what does it taste like? That will help you kind of refocus on the on the present, I think, and kind of get you calmed down and maybe out of the, that fear state or that anxiety state a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And um, do you have any mm-hmm. go-to verses that you want to share with the audience that kind of helps you? And then tell us how it helps you. Okay. So my go-to verses, I have two, but the one that I wanted to share today was in 2 Timothy 1.7. And it's kind of um, written differently in my book, but it says, um, For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. 2 Timothy 1.7. The other way I heard it was, um, God did not, I use it like, God did not give me a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. And so how I use it is, for me, those words are power, you know, all three of those words. So 
when I'm feeling anxious or some a thought, unwanted thought or intrusive thought, something that I know does not, you know, line up with, that's a lie. I can identify it as a lie. I don't, it doesn't line up with what God's word is and what God wants for me. I can then identify that as, a, as, as that. And then I can then, uh, be mindful of that. And for me, I do like, sometimes I will just, if I can, and it's not something that I can just let it come in and go. It's a benign thought. Bye. Hi and bye. Don't even say that. Just let it go by. You know what I mean? Like cars driving through my brain and just leaving. Just like all the other random thoughts. I try to do. And if I'm not able to, and sometimes it wants to stick in, the, in my crawl, in my brain, and bother me a little bit, then I can then do, for me, like, you know, I rebuke. What I say is, you know, I rebuke that thought in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Or that's if it's more like a benign thought or, or just an unwanted. But if it's something that I know is like a lie or it's coming from maybe evilness or whatever, or I say, you know, I, I bind that in Jesus' name, right? I'm mm-hmm. binding that in Jesus' name. I'm giving it to him. And then I turn to God and I literally just kind of, you know, turn my head and I just go, you know, I say that, I say that verse, you know, God, you know, God did not give me a spirit of fear. He gave me a spirit of power. And for me doing actions, I like, you know, make my arms like, a, you know, like muscles, showing my muscles. God gave me a spirit of, of power and then, you know, love my little heart with my hands. I make a little shape and a sound mind. You know I mean, cause that's important knowing that, um, he's there giving me the, these three important things that are very calming, very, like I said, empowering, and they help to calm me. And I just stay focused on them. And, and then I can just say, okay, and then move throughout my day and go back to whatever I was doing and refocus. And, or sometimes, you know, like I said, I'll, but that's my go-to one that, that, and then if I need to, I do my other ones that I like to. So, you know, I mix it up and play with different ones that work for me, but that's one of my most powerful ones that I use to help me. And you mentioned to me on our previous conversation that you used to just recite this versus even if you are not going through fearful or a scary or worrisome um, moment. Correct. Why do you do yeah. that? Well, yeah, it's because it's something that I've learned. It's a part of my life. It's a habit. It's just like, you know, our, uh, I practice it and learned it. So it's now part of my daily vocabulary, my daily life, and my and it's in it's in me. And, and so when I do, um, when I get up out of bed, I try to talk with God and, and help, ask the Holy Spirit to lead and guide me today. And then I will say, you know, this this verse or another verse too that just kind of helps me get started and on a good foot, right, on a good note with God, knowing that He's leading and guiding me. And I've got you know His power, love, and I'm going to use my sound mind today to do my best job. And I also use it throughout the day too, just whenever, like I said, when there's good and bad times, it, it doesn't matter. Like if I'm out with my daughter or I'm just out on a good walk and I'm just like, take, you know, I, I be mindful and look around my surroundings and see the beautiful, you know, nature in terms of the trees and the sky and whatever sounds I'm hearing and just give thanks. And, and I'll say that, I'll say that prayer, you know I mean? I'll, not a prayer. I'll say that verse and just, just kind of, you know, it just, it's my go-to, one of my go-to verses that gives me strength and comfort and helps me be close with God and, you know, build that, continue to build my, my relationship with him and make it stronger every day. And so that's, and I help my daughter too. She'll, she's practicing, we like I'll recite it to her or something and she practices it. So having that, uh, you know, memorized, it's a habit. It's something I, I seek and want and I need in my life for mm-hmm. it to be, you know, for me to be have that, you know, joy, true joy in my heart. Right. 
That's beautiful. So any um, last words or thoughts that you want to share with the audience? Um, I think, yeah, the last thing I was going to say was I've learned and I've just, you know, talked to a friend too about, um, you know, how do you do that? How do you learn verses? And I, and there's different, you know, ways for me, you could write them on a little note card and put them around the house. I just, for me, I haven't done that yet, but I do, what I do is just, I go to that verse a couple of times a day and I practice it for a few days and pretty soon then I memorize it and then I have it, you know, memorized in my brain and it's in, you know, it's one of my tools that I use in my arsenal to, to help me live a life with God in my life, leading me and guiding me. So again, it's like, just like exercise, faith is, um, faith is like exercise. It's a habit. And, and once you do it, you just, you love it and you seek it and you want it. And, and again, it does take practice. It does take time. So it's not going to be like, boom, you're going to just know it. You've got to want to, you've got, and the way to do that is to be, you know, reading and, and, seeking him and opening you know you got to make an effort hey every day at eight o'clock or i'll do it in the morning mm -hmm. depending on what kind of you know person you are morning person or an evening person but now like i said once it took me a little time and then there's still others i want to learn so i realized i had to go back and practice them and practice because practice you know just like with anything you're going to get better at so that's what's yeah. really helped me i think is a good tool and i know like i said other people put them on note cards you can put them everywhere around your house you have them in your car um I do have a little travel Bible that I have. You could, mm -hmm. people can get them, you know, and you have them in your purse. Yeah. You could pull that out when you're just sitting there doing nothing. Using the Holy Bible app on my phone, you know, yeah. is a great way too. I could just pull it up and go to it. Well, thank you so much, Nick. And I, I truly appreciate your coming and joining us today. My pleasure. My name is Grace Ramon, and I am a mom of a three-year-old, <laughs> and I am married to my husband for the past 10 years, and I am from Stockton, California, and I am a, um, by day, I work as a social worker, and I do professional organizing part-time, and I love it, and a fun fact about me is just like Cecile, I have a podcast <laughs> called Organize with Grace. Very nice. And you need to listen to her on her <laughs> podcast. So at Thank the you. end of our session, I will have her kind of give you um, her handles and how to connect with her. So again, Grace, thank you for being here. Now, I invited you um, because I wanted your take on how to deal with fears. Have you ever experienced fears and anxieties and worries? in your life. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> many, many, many. And you know, when when you asked me this question, and I know you asked it um, on our Facebook group. And at that moment, right away, I had I had a verse that I wanted to share at that moment. And then when you said, Okay, we're gonna we're gonna record this. And I'm like, Oh, all these verses started coming, which is a good thing, I guess, because of, you know, our experiences with worries and fears is almost constant, right? Yes. yes. And for me, what I want to share really is not necessarily that um, we do have our everyday fears, fears of the future. And but for me, that I realized was my fear of making a mistake. Oh, So that was 
fear of making a mistake, meaning that for a long time, I felt like I had, there was a season in my life where I had, I felt like I had disappointed God so much. And, you know, I felt far away from God and things like that. And just that certain fear that like, okay, I'm not, I've always felt like I love the Lord, you know, but yes, I didn't feel like I was, um, acceptable to him at the time, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and that really set in a lot of, a lot of fears in me of like, you know, will I ever be enough for, you know, for God and things like that. And so that's what I wanted to share, because I think that a lot of us have that sense that, you know, we feel like we have to do things yes for god in order for him to love Be us pleased. right and right so, you know and and that's so not true because he loves us no matter what and even in the middle of our fears even in the middle of our mistakes and so um and i know that you had asked to share um i can't really off the top of my head think of a time like a particular time where i had fears but i think maybe because it was so ongoing uh-huh. that it became a habit of worry and fear yes um that i didn't realize that as i mean that happens to us sometimes yeah so now my question to you is you're talking about this fear does it have anything to do or any connection with a fear of rejection, fear of uh, perfectionism, fear of, you talked about being good enough. Yeah, you all know? of it, all of it, Cecile. So, and you touched on something that is really the root of it is the rejection. Mm-hmm. We're afraid. We're afraid that if, hey, if we told someone who we really are, will they still like us? Will yeah. they still accept yeah. us? You know, and that's always been for me personally, the deep seated fear, you know, that you're right. Like it kind of comes out with, in all of, with all of those things of fear of being rejected, fear of not being liked. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's the root of it. Honestly. Could you think of anything in your life or in your journey in life where, you know, this has been so predominant. This has been like, it It kind of put out its ugly head out there. And what were the consequences of this? Yes, yes. And this was it. And actually, I've not been, um, I've not talked about this a whole lot, which because it's really a, a healing journey that the Lord has, um, has taken me through. And it is regarding my marrying of someone who is not of a different belief than me. Mm -hmm. I had this picture before when I got saved of like, oh, I'm going to marry a, you know, a a deeply Christian man, and we're going to live happily ever after. And then things happened. And I felt like I made the biggest mistake of my life. And maybe at the time, yes, but I didn't realize how much grace God still had for me how much grace that he can, yes, we do have, you know, consequences to our actions all the time, whether they be positive or negative, that's not God's fault. But what I didn't realize is that I spent so much time wondering what people thought and what people thought of me that I closed myself off for fear of being rejected for my decisions for fear of especially to the lord about yeah. not being you know oh i've disappointed you 
But yeah. in reality, and this is the, the verse I wanted to share that really resonated with me and that really has been with me for a while is he said in Exodus to Moses, when Moses mm-hmm. was about to see his glory in mm-hmm. Exodus 33, that, and he said, my presence shall go with thee. Amen. And I will give the rest. Oh, I love that. Yeah, me too. And all that time that I took of being uh, self-condemning and self-criticizing and, you know, just feeling that fear of, oh, what are, what are people thinking of me? He's like, I'm with you and I'm never, you know, nothing will separate me from your love. Yeah. And not only that, too. He loves your husband, too. Yes. He made your husband. <laughs> and so, you know, I mean, it's it, we we I think I was I was listening to someone say, you know, we do so much analysis. We overanalyze things. We overthink things to our detriment. Yes. And the thing is, when we say these things, when we think about these things, we are kind of giving our thoughts and making them like they are God's thoughts when they're not. They're not. Because their thoughts are bigger and higher than ours. And his ways are bigger and higher than ours, you know? So, So that, I mean, you know, we take on that role we put god in a box yeah where that, you know mm-hmm. he is above all this he is he is yeah. and that relieved really, that for a long time has been my really it, it has really been my anxiety it just has been my worry that i have disappointed god oh my goodness how can i get back to this you know as if i had to work to get back to it <laughs> And God's like, no, you just simply have to admit to, to admit what, what has happened, what, you know, and you are, what does first John one nine say, you know, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And now I call my husband a pre-Christian because, you know, yes, (laughs) (laughs) that's what Graham Cook likes to say. And I like that about, cause you know, like we used to, I used to say non-believers, you know what? God loves everyone and he desires for people to be saved. So, hey, free Christian, why not? <laughs> and he, and as he sees you and the gentleness, that is the one that will draw him Yeah. to yeah. Christ. Yeah. You know, and the thing too, Grace, is you have been blessed with a beautiful son. He is so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So thank you for that. I mean, it's so true. And, and also Cecile, it's like, you know, replacing, you know, how, um, I, I love your book by the way. And, you know, you guys got to get her book (laughs) (laughs) and she has so much, so many, so much nuggets, so many nuggets of wisdom about, about her experience with, um, anxiety and, and all these things that she is like, Oh my goodness, such such a good book. All these things Thank that she's giving to that will um address the anxiety and help relieve the anxiety. But what I want to share, Cecile, um, one last thing is like, you know, typically with um with anxiety, 
I see it for me as like, a, okay, Grace, you know, you're like, it's like you're in a rocking chair. You're constantly, like you said, overanalyzing, <laughs> constantly thinking, but not moving. Yes. Not moving. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> we just, we just you're not moving from that location, right? You're just rocking. Yes. You're static. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not to minimize the anxiety that people feel it's real, you know, it's real not to minimize it, but a lot of, you know, at, at the same time, God will give us the grace to, to be able to, um, be victorious for those anxieties, you know, and we typically, at least we've been taught like grace is like, oh, undeserved favor, undeserved favor. That's true, but it's so much bigger than that. You know, yes. Graham Cook, I'm going to, I'm going to um, leave you with a quote here. It's, and it's, he said, grace is the empowering presence of God that enables you to become the man or woman that God sees when he looks at you. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. That is so good. And, but that's not going to be, you're not leaving me yet. Okay. Okay, There's more. (laughs) No, because we have to talk about your business and how, because even with my book and what you were talking about and your business, the reason why we even connected and decided, okay, let's go ahead and partner up with this and exchange talents is because your business has something to do with also achieving peace yes you know peace in your home peace in your mental and emotional being so talk to us about your business talk to us about why you started it talk to us about how it can help us to also promote peace in our life and you know what's interesting is I really believe that life and business how you treat it and how, how it goes is the same. Mm-hmm. We'll try to compartmentalize life and business, but really how you're doing with life is how you're going to do with your business and how you're doing with your business is how you're going to do with life. Um, and I really firmly believe that. And so with, with the professional organizing, it really stemmed from that. It really, uh, the, the healing, the supernatural healing that I, that I received from the Lord about mm-hmm. all of the things that I just talked about yes. took that and, and changed it into something of beauty within my own, um, passions and interest, because had I not been healed from all of these things that have constantly worried me, like the, the self-condemning thoughts and feelings, I would not be able to see the gifts that he has given me. Yes. And right now it's regarding helping people bring, helping them be brought to the present meaning. And this is what I mean is a lot of times with our anxieties and worries, guess what? We, we are worried about what most of the time, the future, mm-hmm. you know, and then when we feel sad and depressed, typically what do we feel sad about the things that has happened in the past? Right. And where we get, we tend to get stuck in that because we, you know, we, we may be filled with regret and we may be filled with sorrow based on, you know, what happened, what, what, whatever it, the event may have been or the people that have let us down. So I felt like God revealed to me my calling of through organizing their home and, and your mind or your, you know, your mindset, even our hearts, 
is that I give the gift of the present. I love people. that. <laughs> yeah. And so Very it just, true. yeah. And it, and it rolled on like that and it's totally by faith. I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know how to run a business. I have no idea. Like I'm learning as I go along, like, you know, how do I get a business license? I don't know. I guess I'll go learn. How do I, you know, um, do some marketing? I don't know. I'll learn. And God continues to give grace to that. And so I've, um, I've had a really, uh, including yourself, Cecile, with, you know, trading our skills. I've had a great privilege of meeting people like you, um, folks from Seattle, uh, Denver and you know all over the place and in person here in town too and uh-huh. lives that you know they lives and people that just simply need that extra hand and also yes. that someone to come alongside and encourage them and sometimes we get stuck we don't know what to do we don't know where to start especially organizing and it's and one of my favorite uh, organizers say organizing is a learnable skill Yes. So this is what I'm here for. What I've learned, what I've learned from others, I want to really bestow upon people so that they can have a more peaceful life. Because when you have more space to grow, you have more peace. And I really believe that. The audience doesn't know this, but Grace really has been helping me with being able to organize a lot of things. And, and, you know, she has just helped me develop that momentum of, you know, organizing from one place to the next in our, in my home. So Mm -hmm. I really thank Grace for that. Grace, do you have any closing thoughts that you can give to our audience? A lot of times we think in, in this society, in this society, we are taught to be, which is not a bad thing necessarily. We're taught to be independent. Uh We are taught to be strong in ourselves and, you know, and self-sufficient and self-reliant. Sometimes we just need a little help. Yes. And all we need to do is ask and ask people like myself, who is a professional organizer who just needs, you know, you, you just need that. Like Cecile said, you may just need that momentum. Some people come to me one time Uh and that's all they needed. Yes. And some people are ongoing and, and which is good too, because that's, for that individual is what they need. So my last words would be, if you're stuck, ask for help. If you're stuck with anything in life, ask for help. There may be someone who is just the right person for you to help you get moving forward. So and that's help my- is available. Yes. Help is available out there. And yeah. you don't need to do it alone. You don't need no. to go through your journey alone. You don't need to fear alone or be anxious alone. There are therapists, there are, you have friends you can go to, there's family you can go to. So reach out. Don't just suffer alone. Don't just go through the journey alone because there are people out there who care. Yeah. And Grace, if people wanted to um, avail of your help, um, and to connect with you, how can they connect with you or avail of your help? So far, by the grace of God, really, it's, you know, podcasting is not an easy task. So, you know, Cecile and I are up for the up for the challenge, though, right? Cecile? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you can uh, reach me through uh, my podcast, you know, Organize with Grace. So 
you can listen to those episodes, but if you want to, um, to connect with me, um, I love email. So go ahead and connect with me at hello at organizedwithgrace.com. And also I'm on Instagram. My handle is organized with grace and on Facebook, it's also organized with grace, but it's got the FB at the, at the end. So again, at organized with grace FB. So would love to connect with you and hang out with you on there. And um, so nice to be here, Cecile. And all of this will be on the show notes. So, you know, for those who are like me, are visual and auditory learners, it'll be there. So you can see it while you're hearing it from, from us. Grace, thank you again for being here. I really appreciate your taking your time to join me. And um, I'd like to, you know, offer that thanks from the audience as well for um, gracing us with your presence. (laughs) Well, I appreciate it. It's an honor. Thank you. Thank you, Grace. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of Digging Deep for Treasures. If you enjoyed it, I'd love for you to subscribe so you don't miss any future ones. Of course, it would be amazing if you leave a rating and review. This will help more women find the podcast and grow in their faith and peace. If you're not sure how to leave a rating and review, click on the podcast app you're listening to and look for the ratings and review option. I'd also like to invite you to join my private Facebook group so we can get to know each other more. It's a great community where we can engage, learn, and grow together. Just hop on to at Digging Deeper Treasures. Then enter your name and email and you'll receive an invite for the group. You can also connect with me on my website, cecilevaloria.com or on Instagram at, at Valoria Cecile. Thank you once again and may you have a blessed week. See you next week.